Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it, so we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis. The latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share us with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com. We're excited. We're back another week. It's exciting. Yay! We're back! Did you like that? Was that awesome? My little jingle? Yeah, you're getting better and better at this. No, but really, we're so excited to be back every week, honestly, because like, for real, we talk on the phone with each other, which is a conversation we were going to have anyway. And y'all keep listening. We love you. So this week, strain of the day. What is it, Laura? Strain of the day. I would like to do a vape shout out for my strain of the day today. So we talked a little last week about the big convention and I don't know if we mentioned, but I got a lot of samples from a lot of friends that I don't get to see and they love to get outside of opinions from people who partake in pretty much of everything in the cannabis world. So I'm one of those people that partakes in anything. Anybody hands me, I'll try. So a friend of mine and they are on the market now gave me a vape to try, which is called Deep Sleep. And let me tell you, they've got some indica-heavy strains paired with a touch of melatonin. Um, I personally have not done a lot of research on this. I would highly recommend someone else do that if they're concerned. I actually trust this person. Um, I don't think that she would give me something that would cause me harm. Could be wrong, but... I mean, they do give melatonin to children or they put it out for children. So theoretically it's safe, but I have heard one of the side effects is like very, like maybe even like nightmarish dreams for some people. Good warning to have out there. And my point was, if you want to let us know that, you know, it's a terrible idea to be inhaling melatonin. Okay. I'm just saying I have personally not done that research. So Definitely do your own research on it. But from what I understand, these are on market. These are um, two women who have been in the industry for quite a while who I trust, who have also won numerous awards for their products. Anyways, they were. she was telling me when she gave me this pen um, that they intentionally did not make it taste great because you don't want to sit around and be puffing on it all day. It's meant definitely to just take a few puffs while you're in bed to give you that little doze off moment that sometimes is hard to achieve because your mind is racing, planning your escape. (laughs) Oh wait, that's just me. Um, So last night we're in bed. Um, We, we, we fell asleep during the day. So we were both having a little bit of a harder time than usual falling asleep. We finally both fall asleep and the phone rings and our alarm went off at the restaurant. The, um, Security alarms. Oh, no. Oh, it happens all the time. It's another joy of the restaurant business. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a lot of times, you know, there's different issues. 
So Steve goes to check it out. And whether or not, I'm not even going to give you all the details on what happens when there's an emergency at a restaurant. But the short version is whether we tell the security company to call the police to go check it or not, we have to go check it. So basically, Steve had to get up. It's 30 degrees here, (laughs) almost midnight, and run over to the restaurant and make sure everything was okay. So then I really couldn't get back to sleep. He, I, of course, wait for him to come back, make sure he's safe. We both get back in bed. I'm like, shit. So I pulled out this pen, and I had tried it before, but I didn't, hadn't already had trouble falling asleep. And I'm telling you, three puffs, poof, right out. I've talked to her also about this particular pen. And Nine I night. understand. <laughs> yeah. And they make a daytime one. I have not personally tried, but she said that they make a, a daytime one with more daytime strain. And they pair that with a little touch of B12, which is your daytime energy vitamin. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so a couple of products. That would be my strain recommendation of the day. These are made by True Infusion. I'm saying that right, right? I read so many yes, dispensary True names this Infusion. morning. True Infusion. Make sure I say these things right. They all blur together in my brain. True Infusions. They're... Their nighttime vape was called Deep Sleep, and I don't believe I have the name, but I'm sure I could find it easy enough. But the daytime one um, has B12 for energy and more uplifting strain. I highly recommend. Nice. What are you into this morning? Well, my strain of the day is actually from a brand that actually did win quite a bit last week. Um, in the, what well, we talked about them last week in the Earl cup, um, sky, oh, yeah. sky dispensaries. So I actually hadn't been into sky. Now sky was mentioned also as item nine as their concentrate brand, yeah. um, which item nine is the brand that just recently hired on, I think her name is Sarah Golickson, a woman CEO. So, you know, yay us. Right. But, yay. um, so this is from like their top shelf type stuff. It's not called top shelf. You know, everybody has a million different names. For it, but this is their best or... stuff, right? Right here. Gotcha. Uh, it's from that shelf, their best stuff that they grow, but it's the best stuff that they grow. Um, so this is called the REM. Uh, mm. The REM like is in REM. Yeah. And OMG. Okay. So first off, it is uh, a sativa. It's a, it's a, it's probably a, you know, it's a hybrid, but they, they advertised it there as a C, uh, as a sativa leaning hybrid and creative Correct. and, you know, really gets you going type of stuff. The THC level, so they say, uh, I have nothing to verify this, but it says 24.62%, right? So it's like crazy strong, but also crazy creative. I mean, girl. I have done some incredible progress in my writing. Let's just say that's exactly what's happened over the last week since I got this stuff. Uh, I just come in here, load a bowl of it and open up my writing and wow, just boom, blah, blah, blah. It's just flowing out um, in really nice ways. So... I gotta say, I love it. I don't know much else about it, but 
And where is Sky Dispensary? Is that so Valley? there's a few of them around town. Um, but the one I went to, there's one in Tempe, one in Mesa, for sure, at least. But I believe there is actually several more. But their website is skydispensaries.com. That's a new name for me. It's not ringing a bell. So I wonder if it's a change. They have like, no, they've been around for a while as Sky. I just haven't gone to them. They're, but they are, you know, down here. And you, did you live down here? You didn't really. So in the East Valley, you mean? Yeah. 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 No, no, I didn't do. But when I had the edible line, I was all over. Yeah. No, I actually hadn't. But when I was doing the cookie line marketing, um, the East Valley had not built out much. Right. There was these like, guys maybe came around trees. in like 2014, 2015, 2016. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know for sure. They been. definitely have been out for at least, I would say at least three or four years that I've known of them. Well, I'll definitely have to give them a new patient drive. Yeah. Have not, have they have a buy a one, get one up to an eighth. Perfect. Yeah. One of my favorites. Right. Special. So they do pa- nitrogen. Uh, they have a patented nitrogen packaging. So like, it's like a tuna can. When you buy an oh, eighth yeah. from them, you get it in like a tuna can, basically, that peels up on the top. And I their branding that. always has, you know, their sky and their branding is always about like the star and the uh, the telescope, basically. They have like a telescope in their branding. Anyway. They part of that goofy promotion they were going to ship their weed to the You know, I feel like they might have been a part of that at some point, but at the same time, um, you're not going to hold it against them. Well, (laughs) I'm really not. I'm not entirely sure at all. I just, you know, it's a hundred percent possible too. I think that somebody else was kind of like stealing their style a little bit on a few Mm. things. I I don't know that for sure, but I think it's possible. So I'm thinking of another couple dispensaries too that we're talking. They were really like, we're gonna send this up into the sky in a rocket. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Maybe though, just grow, just grow good plants. Yeah, grow good. Well, they did this time. Grow good plants. So apparently, if that was them. Which I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. I don't mean them. I meant the industry in general. Right. No, but and if that was like... them that did the moon, the moon sky, um, no, because yeah. I remember, I know exactly what you're talking about. And they even use the same <laughs> packaging. They use the tuna can packaging, too. Right, right. Uh, which this company says is a patented, on their package, it says it's a patented nitrogen packaging. So it's 100% possible that that was them. I don't know. Loopholes. Yeah, and then maybe they were like, you know what, let's do a pivot real quick, because that didn't work. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Either way, uh, oh, it took me time. a while to go to my first time patient there, but when I did, and when I selected the top tier, um, I was not disappointed. Not yeah. yeah, love it. I got to try the can at least once anyway. You know, yeah, I mean, it's nice, thing. and it's nice to break it open and smell you know, your right. flower coming out of there. Cause yeah, it does. It, this one anyways, smelled delicious. So it was like, like breaking open a, you know, can of <laughs> coffee or something. If you I make do my poor, cans of my coffee. Poor non, yeah. My poor non-smoking husband. Yeah. I always make him smell everything that I open. There you go. <laughs> like he's going to be as excited. He was a grower. He does understand. He did have different strains and he did enjoy the different scents. And he doesn't, it's not a hater. Right. He also doesn't partake. Right, so, so he's just day, like, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. He's like, whatever. Get <laughs> right. out of here. So I happen to keep, I always keep mine in mason jars, usually. Um, 
I mean, I'll transfer whatever I get into a mason jar. And so I opened the container the other day, and I was just about to lean over, and he's like, Jesus Christ, it's just burning my eyes. <laughs> I hadn't even got anywhere near him like, with really? the container to smell Come it. Come on now. He was dying. Like, literally, his eyes were watering. Dramatic much? Oh. Dramatic much? Drama Come on. Scene. It was freaking hysterical. So, But, you know, in his defense, my... I would probably just call him theatrical. Because that's what? the positive of dramatic. People, dramatic has negative connotations, but you know, You're he just really that is of your daughter. wonderful. <laughs> Your theatrical yes. child. Oh my You're God. learning the, You're so learning the language. Dramatic. <laughs> theatrical. So that's our strains of the day today, people. All right. Uh, check out Sky Dispensary and True Infusion um, for our suggestions today. Yes. And, um, Listen to our sponsors real quick. Give them a click. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you clicked. But if you didn't, that's okay. Because you're probably just listening in your car. In which case, you should never be clicking. But go check the brands out later if you want. You know, whatever. Or on a treadmill. You could be on a treadmill. Right. So So many times when you can't click when you're podcasting, it's funny to me, but... Right. They want to pay us the millions to put their commercials in here. I'm in the millions. The millions. (laughs) So, stories of the week. What do we got going on? We're going to go to the news this week. We have uh, a little less of the actual cannabis first hand news locally. It's not been a busy Arizona news making week other than we have one tiny bit of good news in our Arizona news and that is the Arizona Supreme Court has agreed to hear the Jones case which in Arizona is a big deal because the Jones case when um, an individual a person of color I feel like that's a really important piece of this story because I'm sure it's happened to other people not of color and had a different outcome. Right. However, in this particular case, a person was found, I believe it might have been a traffic stop or some other situation, but anyways, had concentrates on his person in the form, I believe, of like a shattered type, small rubber usual containers that shatter comes in um a small amount of basically a form of hashish is what we call it here um or what we used to call it i mean uh he appealed and appealed his case ended up i'm giving you the very uh brief version ended up in yavapai county arizona which is notorious for its anti-cannabis stance and has done fundraising to stop cannabis legalization in the state and Sheila Polk is the district attorney in Yavapai County. And the judges in this case found an obscure reference in a 1973 decision that called cannabis hash. So the word cannabis, according to the research they did from this 1973 case said that cannabis was hash. And that, in fact, Arizona had legalized marijuana, which was the flower. So they were using incorrect definitions 
to determine that Arizona did not, in fact, legalize concentrates. Now, did that stop the dispensaries from selling concentrates in Arizona? Fuck no. Fuck no. Meanwhile, people are being arrested if they travel through Yavapai County and happen to have or forgot they had any kind of concentrates. Um, and it's an absolute travesty. Um, they talked a lot of big talk about how they were going to protect patients if you bought concentrates. Meanwhile, the, a guy was in a town not far from me for two weeks because nobody knew he was even arrested for having concentrates. Um, so long story short, that's the Jones case and our Arizona Supreme court has agreed to hear arguments on the issue, which just pisses me off every time I talk about it. <laughs> it is so maddening, right? Ugh, cannabis is not hashish. Yeah. Hashish is cannabis. <laughs> right. Fuck you. It's maddening. Sorry. Yeah. I'm calm. So that's my, it's not a big news, like a big long news story involving cannabis. It is a big deal. And I think, you know, the ruling pissed me off. I did a lot of um, research and reporting. I wrote a few web articles and a bunch of things about it at the time. Now what makes me mad, and what actually, it made me mad then too. But like when this came out, you guys in Phoenix had the biggest sales on concentrates I've ever seen in the history of Arizona. I mean, like, literally used, everybody. The day before the decision, it was $50 for a gram or right. $60, $70 for a high quality gram of concentrate. The day after the fucking story hit, it was six grams for the for same For $100 or something. Yeah, it was insanity. Yeah. And that just, and at first I thought, okay, it's a fire sale and they're just not going to have it until it gets cleared up. No, 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 it's no, stayed. No. It's stayed that way. That's just Hell how yeah. they've kept doing it. Yeah. So it'll be good that the Arizona Supreme Court can maybe have. Um, and some do you logic. know how much shatter they can push out into the black market? Let's be real. At these kind of rates, at two and a half ounces every two weeks. I'm just saying. I can't imagine. It's crazy yeah. how these stupid lawmakers would think that these stupid actions uh, would actually be effective. Like, have you ever, like, taken a moment to look at history, learn from history, know anything, learn anything? Like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> yeah, it just literally. So infuriating <sighs> yes and the fact that a man also had to spend i think he ended up with a two-year sentence um and they could overturn it and yada yada that would all be fabulous he's already done the fucking time he's already out of jail uh yeah. he needs to have his record expunged and he they, you know it would be great to see some justice to his record but He's done the time already. He's already had to do the time for a crime that shouldn't have been a crime. In the first place. Right. And right. I'm sure he's also had to pay a lot of money and... Legal you know, fees. Just... I did hear the dispensaries are picking up some of the costs at this point. Because it matters for him, him now. Right. His legal fees for the Supreme Court side. Um, 
but be, that's because it affects their income now too. Right. It's not. It's not some wonderfully more. Well, they want to get law passed. They want to get some kind of case law in their favor. For sure. For sure. <coughs> yeah. yeah. But they're not helping other people with their cases. You know, I've mm-hmm. already seen a few other stories out there. The one people. I was talking about, you and I both have pleaded online, sent comments and links to get a hold of Normal and get a hold of the um, Arizona Dispensary Association. It's supposed to have a defense fund, and we've tried to put these people in touch with them. I don't know how it's worked out, but I I've, haven't I heard haven't anything good. Any positive. I haven't yeah. seen anything positive. No. And you know damn well if they were doing great things. They would be been, shouting about yeah. it from the rooftops. Yeah. There would be yeah, posts yeah, everywhere. That'd be the only thing they're posting because nobody's posting anything right now that I see. You know, nobody's everybody's just trying to be like, oh, yeah, that that one. Just let that article go away. Shh, be, be quiet, Bridget. <laughs> Look what we did. So, right? yeah, I guess that that would be my story for right now in Arizona. We'll keep you posted on um, how that works out and put a link to the Jones case in our information below. Yeah. So my news story, I actually had a news story for last week that I really didn't get into, but that's okay. You know, maybe I'll talk about it at some point. Maybe I won't. Uh, That was with regard to kind of the oversupply of cannabis that's happening in Oregon. You know, they opened up the recreational market and allowed people to grow legally and now there's so much cannabis that the market can't handle it and prices are nosediving right so mm-hmm. even the companies that are trying to create kind of craft products or whatever there's not even any room to niche out for craft products because there's so much stuff you know they can't even be heard in the noise of just how much is available right and a lot of it's probably good honestly i mean oregon is some fertile ass green ground right there. (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, But more important story that I thought I would dive dive into is an article that came out. Actually, it's kind of made the rounds lately. 20 women set to dominate the international cannabis space in 2019, right? So it's 20 of these women worldwide that are really, you know, making a difference. And I thought it was interesting to know a few of them. So one of them I wanted to note was someone we mentioned uh, today, last week, I think, actually, which uh, they won several awards in the Earl Cup, which was item nine labs, right? Sarah Gullickson. I did say her name correctly. And she uh, was, is on the list. She also is from Arizona here. She's from Phoenix. So she's one of our local, you know, canna ladies, basically. Um, and she left and came back, I believe. Am I correct? Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, well, she has business all over the place as any good boss woman does. She, I believe has always maintained a presence in Arizona of some sort. I think this is her home, home state. Um, but <clears throat> but yeah, she has business going on all over the place. Lots of stuff going on. And like yeah. I said, she was hired as the CEO of Item 9. So that's awesome. She's starting some stuff up. Another person that I wanted to highlight was um, Car- uh, Carson Humiston. So Carson 
is the one who she's quite young, but what she does, she has a recruiting business, Vanxed, in she does recruiting in the cannabis space. So she works with, uh, you know, dispensaries, etc., and does staffing and recruiting in cannabis. So she has risen to one of the top 20 women internationally in cannabis, literally in like three years. Boom. Nice. Hit the market. Killed it. So good job, Carson. I nice. personally, of course, am attracted to that because, you know, that's what I do, too. And I'm like, dang, why is this little, like, 25-year-old doing it, like, three years? What I was, you know. But she's not 25. She's 26, actually. <laughs> but, um, no, Babies. I love it. I have a, I love I have it. a 26-year-old, well, in a couple weeks, 26-year-old. And, yes, as a mom of a 26-year-old, who is my youngest child, um, babies and she's look at this young girl how yeah. i mean how bright is her future and she's accomplished so much yeah such, such strength and determination at such a young age yeah it's just exciting i'm excited for her and all that 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 is to come because you know as as much as we are immersed it's still such an infancy stage of this industry yeah well, the last person on this list right now that I wanted to really highlight was Dr. Chanda Mayas, uh, Masias, I'm sorry. And she actually is a doctor. She's a woman of color. She has studied cancer. And now she is, you know, basically putting those together in, you know, doing some wellness-related business. Uh, she actually is the chairwoman of Women Grow, and she also owns National Holistic Healing Center in Washington, D.C. But what's really impressive about her is just literally her credentials and just what she's bringing to the table in terms of the future of cannabis and the, the information we might be able to get together and find out and learn about how mm. cannabis, um, you know, really can treat disease. So I'm excited to watch her and the work that she brings to the table. And this article also brought up a couple other kind of thoughts for me that, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you guys have the listeners have some thoughts on this. I'd love to hear them. Like on the one hand, I'm excited to see so many places where, the cannabis industry is opening up for women to be in leadership, right? And I believe that the numbers in the cannabis industry slightly outpace the numbers in regular America, corporate America. Am I That's incorrect? what I've been seeing. Right. No, that's what I agree. Right. Yeah. So there are more women being put in power. But here is something controversial. The men that I know in power in this space for the most part are, I don't know if this is surprising to people or not, but conservative. Let me say they're conservative people yes. in terms of how they vote, what kind yes. of laws and rules they want in place or not, how they John want Maynard. the government to be run. Right. These I mean, I are Trumpsters. <laughs> Maybe they won't say that out loud, but they voted for Trump. I promise. This, uh... Or at least at a minimum, they voted for, uh, you know, what, like Ralph Nader, is that who it is? <laughs> or something oh, like yeah, that. Well, right. yeah. The Green Party, they, maybe. The, 
John Boehner marijuana commercials. I don't know how many times they're on the TV. Like I see them all the damn time. Yeah. The annoyance I have of the guy who supported the drug war and I'm sure enacted, I don't know specific policies. I, I guarantee you he did nothing to support keeping people out of prison for a plant. Right. Now the number one poster boy for, you know, cannabis tax or t- stock cannabis stock right groups schemes it's just literally so dirty you know i mean it's just eh, gross it's just gross you're gross john so to see the women we I, i have not met women in the industry very often with the same conservative value I find it to be more of an inclusive, a little more liberal. Well, yes. So maybe the male CEOs. Right. So my point was that one of the tactics, here's where it's going to get unpopular or where you're going to have a little problem with it on some level. But the, a tactic that I've certainly seen in conservative circles is to push women to the front right now in this era, in this Me Too era, in this time of like, oh, feminism rising type of thing. They're like, oh, okay, here, woman, go you be in front. Now, granted, now we get a woman's face there. And I'm not saying that about anybody on this list because I don't know any of these women on this list, right? This is a general commentary about this kind of like news story if you want that like oh cannabis is so much more inclusive right because we have all these women uh in employment roles a lot of them okay that's really the truth about a lot of them they're employed by owners many of them and it's like i don't want us to uh discount the advancements that we're making i want us to keep going and getting them women and i want us also to be aware that just because it's a woman doesn't mean it's good (laughs) you know what i'm saying just like with anything not all money is good money not all you know just like the idea of continuing to remain aware that there are a lot of women out there that are very happy having strings pulled by the man behind them, right? There are a lot of women out there that are okay with that, and we need to be aware of that out there. Yeah, you and I have known them. 100%, and they are not on our team. Now, I believe all these women are probably on our team, and they're out there working, putting in the time, the effort. You know, I'm struck by how many of them are very beautiful, if I could say that. Um amazing that so many of the most powerful women also happen to be young and beautiful i don't know it's surprising it's surprising Mm -hmm. i don't know i mean maybe it's not surprising i don't know but it's just you know oh i have so many mixed feelings about it all and i don't want to see men's faces in those places that's not what i'm saying but what i would love to see is women of colors faces a lot more represented um since they're the ones that have been literally bearing the brunt of this entire thing for the last you know like two generations basically plus i'm sure disproportionate Uh, yeah it's like there's so many drug war yeah you know it's like and yeah i don't know 
so many mixed feelings, but at the same time, loving it and glad to see women advancing and moving up the ladder. You know, it's great. So that was my news of the week is celebrate it and understand the truth and always be eyes open and always eyes listening and don't ever discount any kind of internal voices that you might have talking to you when you're out there. If listeners are out there ever trying to like get into the cannabis space, work in the cannabis space, move up in the cannabis space, be encouraged, go do it, go get it. A, you might have to work with people who you don't like and or whose politics you don't like. A lot of the women who are these employed positions, so to speak, as CEOs or whatever, what have you, they probably have to swallow some stuff that like they would rather not have to swallow sometimes dealing with some of the people that they have to deal with. You, you know, you have to get thick skin. You have to be able to work with people you don't like. You can't just be all kumbaya all the time and run multinational organizations. You know, it's not going to work that way. So, you know, that's a part of the balance. You know, it's like, you know. And just like in any industry, we have as women a long way to go um, to be in the positions of power as opposed to, like you said, employed. Right. Um, and, and we're getting there, but again, you gotta, to be a part of the industry as well and survive it, you need to know your, your boundaries and your morals and your standards personally and, and be pretty steadfast in them Yeah. when you enter and then use those as your guiding principles and try to align yourself with people that have the same standards and um, principles that you do save you some heartache right from the start. When right. Because I mean, not all money is good money. <laughs> they might you have to swallow always. some stuff, but they might not be happy with it in a year or two or five. You know, you don't know. Yeah. And, and be aware that if you do have to compromise, um, maybe and take that shit job for the first year to get your foot in the door, that you could still be within your principles. Um, and maybe not have to speak them to everyone while you get that first year under your belt in the industry and then go out and align yourself with people more aligned to you. But you know, and even that first, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. The first, my first experience with cannabis as a volunteer, um, some of the shit that first six months, you know, mind blowing. And, the visual that you have if you are from outside of the industry before you get into it, and I brought this up before, but you ha- you may have this visual or this the sense that it's all kumbaya and hippies and weed smoking and chilling and, you know, just hand-holding sweetness. Like I thought about Sedona when I moved to Sedona. Right. The cannabis industry is an industry. It is not hand-holding stoners. It is not, you know, look at the history of the Emerald Triangle. <laughs> it's not all peace and love and people holding hands up there. Maybe right. Did you see Murder Mountain farms. on Netflix? Exactly. exactly. But back in the day, maybe when there were six farms and, you know, not anymore. And that's not the industry. So, yeah, you, you can have you can have your standards and you stick with them. That doesn't mean... Sometimes you just have to keep your eyes down and work hard for a year and, and get your experience and, and then 
move yourself closer and closer to people who have your shared values. It doesn't always happen. What I'm saying is out the gate. You, you can't always have all of that in the perfect package in your first cannabis job. Yeah. And what I was going to say is that, you know, the most important point I would make through all this is to always tap into that quietest voice, your inner voice, right? Always make sure that your guide is yourself because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things out there to distract you and or to make it look like, oh, you want this, you want that. Like, oh, the cannabis industry. Ooh, I could just smoke weed all day and right. make money. And not only money, but I can make tons of money because it's the green rush. And ooh, look at all these women are becoming CEOs. I could become a CEO and my business will definitely be able to get a billion dollar investor, you know, because yeah. my idea for joints is so unique you know and like um you know it's like all these all these um dreams and everything which is great if those are really a product of deep internal searching and that's what you know the universe so to speak god the spirit you know whatever your inner guide has led you to do for you like you know we talk about your story a lot and you know how cannabis brought you to baking baking brought you to have this restaurant that you you know are a chef for whatever you want to say i don't know all the details you want to give but the point is like sometimes the journey takes twists and turns that are unexpected and right now your journey's at a place where if you felt like it you could veer back into medicated edibles most likely Mm -hmm. it would be very easy to do so now um and it would come naturally and it would be with people you want to work with or choice you know places where you would have much more options you had to go through what you had to go through to get where you are but you also had to be willing to walk away from it when you felt like okay but my core principles are not okay with x y and z so that means that this goal takes a lower priority than you know those things in my life that are higher priority so you know it's encouragement again to those people who are out there thinking oh they'd want to do this or they'd want to get in this business or um whatever else that like if that is your greatest call, do everything. Know that it will be hard work. You will have to adapt and work with people sometimes you don't want to work with. You'll have to make compromises. You'll have to do all these things. But if you want it, go get it. Um, also, follow your path. If dealing with all that stuff isn't what you want, then figure out what really is your path and is this really it or not, you know, and is there a better one for you? And be okay with it being a... Uh definitely an ever-evolving situation exactly i think phases i always call them phases there's phases (laughs) and i don't even think it's a long enough time span sometimes in this industry to call it a phase i mean some of them are so quick and changes happen so quick it's definitely not an industry for people who are not adaptable to change it's definitely changing all the time i can tell you i mean one kitchen could be open. our kitchen was open three months and i think the rules changed twice on how we could package or how we could sell things or we had to have like we had to grind up plant matter and put it in the food because it had to have plant matter so definitely have to be an adaptable human being for sure right Right. for sure yeah so but in general go ladies yay and it would be awesome if this happened to be the uh 
you know, the, 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 the means or the vehicle or a, a way through which women really were able to come into a lot of leadership and power in the country. I'd love if that happened via the, the, the industry that is cannabis, you know? Absolutely. I'm into that, it. Get re, rebalance the uh, power structures with For the sure. plant. Yes. It'd be awesome. The big thing now will be to start pooling our money so that we're the ones doing the financing of these things. Exactly. Yeah, that's the back into the real power positions. Right. Not these. Uh, not these good jobs contract. for you know one person. Like that's cool. That's awesome. But like we need to be the ones financing this stuff. And really, that's why I was actually surprised not to see Wanda James on the list of twenty women, because right. Wanda James is an investor. She's financing this stuff. She's in the background pulling money together and buying things and making moves like that. And I think she's going to be dominating some stuff more than they expect. But you know what? They always like to underestimate a woman of color. So that's all right. Well, was this list, was this list new? Like maybe was it geared towards new people or a new year or... Just the no, international like market. Not necessarily. There's a lot of different... Sue Sisley is not in the list either. But I don't know that she's set to dominate the gotcha. you know, cannabis right. space. Are, That's the words they used. Um, probably big things, like big shake-up yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, I was just wondering what they're... A lot of these are the C-suite type of people is who they're, you know, they really yeah. are looking at C-suite people mostly. Gotcha. So like I said, a lot of them are in... Um, employment type positions we're getting there though yes there right getting there soon i just what do they call them in (laughs) your beard their beard you know what i'm saying like keep an (laughs) eye out for beards (laughs) yeah for beards on companies that actually have you know negative uh policies and procedures or whatever what have you uh just keep an eye out for that yeah some of the beards are to to block past legal trouble but they can't get a license they got the money but they can't get a license because they got in trouble so many or things or they just want to be that female uh well like i said it's a big move with the conservatives right now they're all putting females out in front right now but they know they have some females that are very easily manipulated this list is women that are amazing i'm not talking about anybody on this list you know amen Amen. We're just talking about there is in we, general. We keep an eye out. Some, we do see something and yeah. we're pointing it out to see if you see it too. Yeah. We're just a little something worth saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's the news for the week. Um, did you have one? Are we done for this week? What was uh... Jones was mine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, Arizona Jones. Yeah. So that's, that's what's up this week. That's our thoughts. What do you guys think? We'd love to hear back from you. Who are the women that you think should have been on the list of uh, women set to dominate the cannabis market in 2019? I want to know what your thoughts are. Um, We'll put links in all the notes. And we love y'all. Stay lifted. Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com.